Welcome to Cage Free Voices Radio, an innovative educational entertainment radio show where youth and young adults have the opportunity to reflect, connect, and transcend internal and external barriers. I am your host, Bathsheba Smithen. We are really excited to have um, 16-year-old Stacy Bafour Danzo on with us today. She is an aspiring singer and writer from New Jersey and a junior in high school. She's been singing in her school choir for years and apparently she is also a poet. She is a part of her church's youth ministry hailed all the way out from um, New Jersey. The name of her youth ministry, the youth ministry in which she is a part is Kingdom Business Youth Ministry at First Baptist Church of Hillside. With the ministry, she has sang, danced, and acted at many different events for the past four years. Being raised in the church, she has always found it in her nature to be generous and giving. In the future, she hopes to study psychology in college and become a psychiatrist to use her profession to give back to the community and provide care for impoverished, mentally disabled people. But for now, she sticks to doing what she can do, whether it be giving Thanksgiving baskets to the less fortunate in her community or singing for people in senior citizens' homes. She also loves providing encouragement to young girls so that their self-esteem grows and they are proud to be themselves no matter how they look. Welcome, 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 Stacy. We are glad to have you. How are you today? Oh, I'm fine. How's your day been so far? Um, it's been okay. You know, I, I have I've been working um really hard with my choir to for our concert and everything. So it's just been work it's just been working hard a lot. That's it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What is your area of brilliance? Well, singing. Because singing and writing, you know, ever since I was in third grade when I first found out that I could sing, it was just out of nowhere. I always just wanted to sing. And I've been singing ever since third grade and everything. And then when I got to middle school, I found out that I was good at writing. And so... I've been writing ever since middle school, like stories and poetry and everything. And I've been singing ever since third grade. Wow. So you've been, so you, so I hear you you saying at the base of all of it is that you're a writer. writer. And we just had an offline conversation with um, some other individuals within this organization. And they were talking about how much young people are moving away from writing. What keeps you like going in that direction and wanting to write about some of the things that you're dealing with and just, you know, various topics. What keeps me going is I just feel like there's somebody out there who could hear this one day, who went through what I went through, who who dealt with the same things that I dealt with. And they're going to need that type of encouragement. They're going to need that type mm, of support. And yeah. I feel like when I write, 
that I could be providing the support to somebody. That's good. I, That's what keeps me going. I hear you say, I, I hear you t- you talking about what you went through. What exactly have you gone through that you're um, referencing? Um, when I was ever since kindergarten, through elementary school, through middle school, everything like that, I had such low self-esteem. I was being bullied in school. I, I, at one point, I even contemplated suicide because it just got so bad. And it got to the point where I hated myself and, you know, mm. I just didn't want to be here anymore. Wow. I am so sorry that happened to you, Stacy. Um, what contributed to those those thoughts and those feelings about your self image and who you are? Well, you know, if you keep on hearing the same thing for years and years and years, and it's not just coming from one person; it's coming from multiple people that I met. It just, it just kind of became a sort of mindset that this is what I am. And this is all that I'll ever be. And it just kind of clicked. And it just, I was blocking out everything. My mom was trying to help me, tell me everything was fine. But I wouldn't listen to her because I just felt like, you know, it just wasn't. Because I just heard it for so long from so many different Mm. people that just locked in. And that was the only way that I thought of myself ever. So these people, um, are these students or does it run the gamut? Are you talking about adults? Are you talking about students and adults? Where was this negative energy coming from? Well, it came mainly from students, you know, people who I went to school with. But then, you know, it also came from, uh, it also came from adults. It also came from all those people, you know, even at one point I heard it from my own family, but you know, I know it's hard to talk about, and I I, I really appreciate um, and applaud you for being able to talk about it because it's really difficult for us to say, not not just young people, but people in general to say, you know, I struggle with this or I needed help or that I need help. So I applaud you for getting up here and talking about what you've gone through. And I'm interested to know, what started your process of climbing out of that? How did you start or get to the place where you said, I'm going to write my way out of this. And now I want to inspire and and encourage other young people who may be dealing with the same things. Well, um, after middle school, I moved away from where I lived before. And, you know, I moved to a place where like nobody knew me. So, I I don't know I don't know it just I moved in slowly but surely like with daily like affirmations I just kind of grew I just kind of lost that mindset I talked to a lot of people my mom was helping me you know my youth leader was helping me and slowly but surely like I got out of it I started like reading up on self-care and things like that and you know the the stories that I read the books that I read the the songs I listened to you know they all just helped me to to get out of that and then it was just a complete 180 and I just can't even 
believe that it happened because I could have been dead by now. Wow. I would have been dead by now. So it sounds like you used um, media uh, or entertainment as a means to kind of filter out some of the negative thoughts that you had, books. um, and, And I think that a lot of the ways in which we think about ourselves is definitely reflective of what people tell us, but also because of some of the things that we bring in based on what we watch, based on what we listen to. So it sounds like you started listening to some, some well, content that was very positive. You say you started reading books, you started listening to different things, and you also had your mother in your corner who was pouring back into you affirmations, telling you who you are and not defining you based on what other people were saying about you that was not true, right? Yeah. So, so I, I want to go in because this is this is great. I'm so glad that you're talking about um, self image in this vein. How I want to take it a step further because you talked about how you're using bo- you use books and writing and everything else to help you through this process. How do magazines and the images young people see on television impact the way in which they see their bodies and their self image? And you can speak from your own perspective. Well, when you look on like TV shows, you look in movies, you look in magazines, you see all these people that just look the same. You know, you see, you know, they're all skinny. They're all like white, mm-hmm. everything like that. They don't have, they don't have natural hair. They have like straight hair and things like that. And if you're somebody who doesn't fit into any of those categories, you see all that, and you see that there's so many of the people who look the same, and you're just like, oh, I don't look like them. Wow. Mm. They, they clearly don't want me if that's all that they're looking for. Mm. And, and that's just such a downer because there are young people out there, young girls, young, young men who, who just, they aspire to be something. They aspire to be a singer, an actor, or whatever it is. They want to be somehow like in that way but they see all that in the media and it just it just puts them down because they look like the complete opposite of it complete opposite of what is constantly being shown what is being looked for what would you say do you do you feel like you still view yourself that way are you still grappling or struggling with that considering the amount of um, the images that we see in the media that come across, do, are you finding yourself still struggling with how you see yourself or have you rised above that? And if you have, um, what is it that you would say to other young people to help them rise above it? Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do. I do struggle with that because, you know, like I said, you go in and you see TV. I watch a lot of TV. I watch a lot of movies and things like that. And you see all these people, and none of them look like me. None of them look like people I know. And it's just like, you know, it's it's sad because, like I said, I wanted to, I want to be a singer. And I go on and I look at all like the most popular artists, the most popular singers, and everything like that. And none of them look like me at all. None of them. So you know, it can be like, it can be sad sometimes to me. It can, you know lower my self-esteem a little bit sometimes 
but you know, I just when I see that and it lowers my self esteem, I just think about how far I've come and how far um everything I think about how far I've come and that just it just makes me think that Stacy, if you came from this low point, such a low point in your life, and you got to this far, you're not gonna let no little thing, no little, you know, picture in a magazine, no little something on the screen, that's not going to bring you back down to that low place. You work so hard to get where you are. And you're not going to just throw it all away because of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you're, and, and keep that stance, keep that, that at the forefront, continue to look at that so that you can keep going. Um, what has, what has been the role of your school teachers and your church and your upbringing and, and helping you cultivate this new way of seeing yourself? Um, well, I can talk about the church because, you know, I grew up in the church. I've been there ever since I was born, the very same church. My pastor, my youth leaders, they, my friends, all the people who I've grown up around, they've all, like, every single time, because, you know, it came out that, oh, I, that was what happened to me. That's what I felt like. And every single time I see somebody, my youth leader, anybody like that, they're like, wow, Stacey, you're so beautiful. And those little things are just what helps lift me up. Every time I see my pastor, he's like, Stacey, just remember that you're beautifully and wonderfully and fearfully made in, in the way of the Lord. And, you know, that's just what helps keep me going. That's how they just contributed to to that that's real and and i've met your pastors they're wonderful people um i'm i'm really glad that you have them in your corner what about what about your teachers do you have a lot to say about their contribution to this new positive outlook of yourself not really my teachers because like i said i moved yeah all the teachers who i've known forever like i didn't i don't see them anymore so like i have new teachers and they don't know anything about me and it's, you know, it's high school, it's fast-paced. They don't have the time to stop and learn so much about me. So, like, not so much my teacher. Do you wish that they they would take out time to get to know you better? Um, sometimes, yeah. Do you think that it would help you with your, um, or how would it help you with the learning process? If my teachers took the time to get to know me, I I don't think it would really affect my learning process because for me I just I just come in, I learn and I just grasp onto things quick regardless of if I know the person or not. But I guess like if they did know me better and they knew more about me and the way that I was, that maybe my grades would be higher, maybe the classroom would just be a better experience for me. Yeah, yeah. So in five words or less, because we've spoken about a lot and we've talked about what you use to kind of get out of the negative thought pattern in five words or less, tell me what motivates you in just five words or less. What motivates me would be thoughts of what my future could be. 
I don't know if that's five words or less, but yeah. So, um, thoughts of what your future could be, and and what is that? Like I said, um, I wanted I want to study psychology. I want to become a psychiatrist. You know, I want to be a singer. I want to be a writer, and it just that's what keeps me going. Because sometimes it's just like I go back into that state, and I just feel like, oh, this is just too much for me Mm. I feel like this is too much for me and I just want to give up but I think about that and I think about how me doing that later on in life that could help somebody that could help somebody in any way like if whether I make music I can help somebody with my music or if I am a writer I help somebody with my books or my poetry or if I am a psychiatrist you know I provide care the people who need it, people who suffer from mental illnesses and things like that. That's what keeps me going, the thought that I could be helping somebody. You are an incredible soul, Stacy. I want you to I want you to keep that spark that you have and that compassion that you have for other people. And in a sense it it makes you the struggle that you have with um, how people try to define you, it it kind of makes, well, it makes you cage-free in a sense because you're using all that negativity to as fuel to help other people. So I want to, um, I, know you, I know you've written a poem that speaks to a lot of what we've just discussed. Could you share it with um, the youth who are listening to this and even the adults who are listening to it so they can begin to become cognizant and mindful of some of the things that they may put out into the atmosphere or say to other young people? And what's the name of your piece? The name of my piece is Dear 12-Year-Old Me. Dear 12-Year-Old Me. Thank you. You stood the test of time, belittled, berated, burdened. Such feelings of despair and depression shouldn't be present in little girls. Feelings that made it hard to sleep at night. Feelings that made it hard to love myself. Feelings that were covered with a smile. I would look in the mirror and I would see all of me. Dark brown skin, brown eyes, gap in my smile, nappy hair, just all of me. I would see all my scars and all my flaws and wonder, all my features are, are beautiful separately, but why can't I see that beauty when I look in the mirror? People never made me so bad. Only worse. People were the root of my problem. People, ever since I was six, told me that everything about me was wrong. My weight, my hair, my face. All wrong. For so long, my head was filled with lies and what others thought of me. Never what I thought of me. Tell your old me, thank you for not going through with what you have planned so many times in your head. Thank you for not following those pills and not putting up lazier wrists. Thank you for making yourself digest all your food. If you hadn't, you would have never saw what you became. Thank you for allowing me to recognize that people's words are just that. Words. Thank you for holding it together just enough to allow me to come to fruition. Me, the person who loves everything about herself. And it's finally content with just being herself. Mm. I am in tears. I that was beautiful. Um, that was really beautiful, and I, I don't think there's much to say after that. I'm, what 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 
inspired you to write to just that age? I mean, was it was it at 12 that you went through all of this or was that when you began making a turn for the better? That was when I was 12 years old. I was at the peak. You know, I was in seventh grade. You know, I was just at the peak of it all. It was like every day was just getting worse and worse and worse. And that's when I really almost, I almost, one day I came into the house and I was just so upset. I took a handful of pills and I nearly, I nearly, nearly, nearly swallowed them. And to this day, I don't know what made me stop. But, you know, whatever it was, I stopped and I put them back in the bottle and I just, I just began to work on myself. I started opening up more to my mom and my sister and my family. And that's when everybody, you know, the people in my church and my friends, they found out about what I was, you know, feeling, how I was feeling. And that's when everybody just slowly started encouraging me and just, you know, helping me through it all. And, you know, I I made it through. Thank you so much, Stacey. Yeah, praise God. Thank you so much. And to every 12-year-old Stacy who is out there listening to this, um, and when I say 12, I don't mean you have to be 12. I mean, you maybe you're going through the very same things that Stacy was going through at that time in her life. Know that you are valued, that you are loved, um, that you are worthy, you are precious, and that Anything that is said about you that is negative, it is not because of who you truly are. It is a reflection of something that is broken in the person that is speaking those negative ideas, those concepts that they have. You do not have to take that on. Again, thank you so much, Stacy, for sharing your thoughts with us. Thank you for thank you for having me. <laughs> I, I really appreciate you for being here, and we we thank you again for um, speaking out to young people today because they need to hear this. We'd also like to thank Impact Hub DC for sponsoring this show, and um, our engineer who graciously produces the show, Mr. Matthew Ashton. The music that you hear in the beginning is from your girl, Bath Sheba Smithen, or you could call me Sheba. Um, and the theme song, if you're interested in finding out more about it, is downloaded. Again, we want to thank our sponsor, um, Impact Hub DC. Thank you all for joining us for this amazing episode of self-image and body image with Stacy Bafour Danzo hailed out of New Jersey at um, the First Baptist Church of Hillside. Thank you so much for being with us. If you liked what you heard, tell your friends to subscribe to the show on iTunes at Cage Free Voices Radio and feel free to get in touch with us at Cage freevoices.com remember to see yourself even if the world is blind reflect connect and transcend every barrier that will try to cage your voice be cage free thank you